and verse 14. Matthew chapter 7, verse 13 and 14. If you stand with me, please, for the reading of the Word of God. Matthew chapter 7, verse 13. Enter ye in at the straight gate. For wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. Now, I want you to understand and, and notice here, he does not use the word hell. And he's referring to building ourselves upon a solid rock. Because, and many there be which go thereat, because straight is the gate, and narrow is is the way which leadeth unto life. He doesn't say eternal life. And few there be that find it. Verse 24 says, Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man which buildeth his house upon a rock. I want to give a very unique message tonight. I basically, if as God allows, I, I had a whole different sermon planned for tonight. And as I went this afternoon to talk to God about it, he totally changed my mind. And for some time, I've contemplated this message. It comes from a very personal time with God. But God hasn't seen fit to seemingly let, allow me to preach it as I will tonight. And so tonight we are going to talk about higher ground higher ground heavenly father we are sinful flesh and we are thankful that you came in the likeness of sinful flesh but yet you are without sin that we might come unto God by Jesus Christ. Father, tonight I, I feel very hesitant, unworthy. But Father, there is one who is worthy. And I ask that through Jesus Christ we would hear from you tonight. Not for my name's sake, but that thy wonders may be known in the darkness of this world. That the heathen would not rage and say, where is their God? But that all would know who we have an opportunity to reach, that you are God. Father, we long to be conformed to the image of Jesus Christ. Lift us up to that higher ground tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. Enter ye in at the straight gate. Verse 14, he said, Because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life I definitely believe that the gate he is speaking of is referring to Jesus Christ 
And it is referring that all that come to the Father must come through Him. But He goes beyond that, and we realize in verse 24, He's talking about walking in this world with wisdom, building our house upon a rock. And He says, Broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. But not only is the straight gate straight that leads on to life, but I believe that's referring to Jesus Christ and eternal life, but he says narrow is the way which leadeth on to life. I was in Washington In May of 2018, I had been with a friend who I had went to Bible school with and I preached with him. And after I got done preaching with or as I was there, he told me on Saturday that on Monday they were going to have a softball game churchwide. And I had not known until that week, but somehow, some way I had scheduled to fly out on Tuesday rather than on Monday and Of course, I love sports, and I thought I would maybe want to participate in that. But as I contemplated, I felt God saying to me, Would you come and spend time with me? I left my friend's house at 5 o'clock on Monday morning. My goal, to spend the day with God. I really didn't know where at the time, but I had planned that somewhere in the Columbia Gorge between Oregon and Washington, I would find a mountain and walk with him. I was tired. And also, I hadn't had a cup of coffee in about two or three weeks. Yeah, you're laughing. You know what that means for me. And I drove by Starbucks. And I said, man, I sure would like to have a cup of coffee. I went in Starbucks, and I bought a cup of coffee, and I kind of looked around me. And, you know, I usually, the atmosphere in Starbucks isn't quite what I like to be around. So I sat outside, and I thought, I'll have some quiet time right here. I'm too tired to go hiking today. I'm weary. And this cup of coffee sure tastes good. I sat there for a little while, and... I very quickly began to feel like, you know, I just don't belong here. I was enjoying it. I felt like I was tired. But something just moved me on. So I got back in the car and I began to drive and I began to try to find a place where I could walk up some mountain or some hill. I drove a little ways and I found a place and... It said there was a hiking trail up, and the, uh, there was a sign there, so I pulled up there. I began to climb a little mo- uh, mountainous area, and I didn't go probably three or four miles, and I found that there was a place there, and it showed the sign for, the, for a falls. And I thought, man, what a great place to sit and spend time with God, watching His beauty from a falls. And as I went to pull in, there were signs everywhere that said, Falls closed. Danger. Don't go here. And I thought, man, I came all this way and now I can't even go see the falls. And as I 
was about to leave, I watched another car pull in. And a car pulled in, I think there was three guys and one lady, they pulled in where it said, no parking, danger, don't go here. And they got out of the car and they began to walk down the trail. And I said, well, hey, this doesn't seem to be a problem for them. Maybe this sign's just old. Maybe it's not really valid. Maybe, maybe it's okay. And I really seriously contemplated following after them. But it was like the Spirit of God said to me, Obey every ordinance of man for the Lord's sake. I said, okay. Now I've got to drive farther and find another place. I turned around and I went back to the highway and I began to drive down and I came to a place that was very obviously a hiking trail that was up a steep mountain. I pulled in there and I decided this was the place I'm going to go. But as I got up to the board of where I was going to hike up the mountain, I saw some sign and I began to read it and it said it's gonna, they're going to charge me to walk up to this mountain, up this mountain. And I thought, only out west, amen? <laughs> I mean, seriously, this is God's creation and you're going to charge me to walk up this mountain trail and see God's beauty. I took my wallet out. I found some money. I had a backpack on. I had taken out of the backpack. I found some money, and there was an envelope, and then it said I have to put this envelope back on my windshield, and I had parked way down the road, so I put everything. I put the money in there. I walked back. I put the money down, put my, a thing on my windshield. I got back to where I started the trail, and I, I realized I didn't have my wallet. And then I said, well, it's got to be here somewhere. So I began to look around. I looked in my bag. I, went, I ran back to the car. I looked in the car. I was looking everywhere from my wallet, and I came back to the place I originally was, about five, ten feet from there. As I had walked away, somehow my wallet had fallen on the ground. There was people coming and going, but somehow it was still there. I didn't think of anything at the time, but I'll, if I, my mind comes back to my mind, I'll tell you what it meant to me later. I began to hike up this trail. And like most mountain trails, as you begin to hike up, there's a lot of very tall trees. It's like a canopy. And it was very cool in there. And I began to hike up this trail, and I was not in shape. I definitely had eaten too many burgers, drank too many milkshakes, too many bowls of ice cream, and not enough running and biking. Amen. I began to walk up, and I began huffing and puffing and huffing and puffing. But as I walked, I began to pass people. And they were huffing and puffing worse than me. And the Spirit of God said to me, lay aside the weights that easily beset you. What weight, Michael, is in your life that is keeping you from walking correctly up the path? I began to notice very quickly that it was a narrow path. Instantly, God put this scripture on my mind. Narrow is the way that leadeth unto life. I did not realize it at that point, but God was about to teach me many, many things in a very short time. I began to walk up the path more. I watched people coming down the path. 
As I came down the path, I noticed something different about them than I had seen at Starbucks. Everybody at Starbucks had looked like me. Trying to get a pick-me-up. But everybody coming down that path had energy and a smile on their face. And God said, what's at the top of the narrow path is so much better than what's down there on the broad path. I continued to walk. I huffed and puffed and huffed and puffed. And I was wondering, I was just a little ways up, and I thought, man, I don't know how far it is up there, but I don't know if I'm going to make this, church, this trip. I walked for probably 10, 20, 30 minutes, and when I walked, I came around a switchback, and as I came around a switchback, the canopy opened up, and there was an awesome view. And as I looked out, far away, I could see a little town. Somewhere down there was where I had been sitting, thinking that that was the better path. And it was like God said to me, from up here, you can see a lot more. Your view is a lot better. You feel better. And as I looked out, I looked and I could see a waterfall. And God said, if you had taken the path of normal man, you'd be down there instead of up here. If you had disobeyed the warnings, you would have never seen what you're seeing now. I continued to walk. As I walked up the path, there became a fork in the road. I was feeling very in tune to God. And as I was walking and praying, the fork came up and I said, God, which way do you want me to go? This way on the left said, hardest trail. This way on the right said, hard trail. Well, for me, if you know me, I want to take the hardest trail. I'm not going to say, oh, let me take the easy way out. Okay, it's hard, but I'm not going to say, oh, I I can't do that. It's too hard. So I said, I'm going to take the hardest trail. And the Spirit of God said, why don't you try taking the hard trail and finish it before you take the hardest trail? I said, okay. I walked up the hard trail. I continued to walk. As I walked, there were more people coming down and more people coming down. And we came to a narrow path, and uh, very, very narrow, and it was very steep down here. About It went down probably 20, 30 yards and at a pretty good angle. And so you would have to stand like this if somebody was coming by. And three ladies were coming by. And as I went to just move out of the way, one of the ladies slipped and fell. Quickly, myself and the other two ladies grabbed a hold of her, picked her back up. Set her back on the trail. And God said, when somebody slips on the trail, you don't make fun of them. You don't detest them. You put them back on their feet and get them back on the trail. Because one day, you could be the one to slip on that trail. 
I continued to walk. As I walked, I came to another fork in the road. There was two benches. There was an old couple sitting there. Older couple sitting there. I said, the, the, the man said to me, oh, if you want, come and rest. Come, come and sit down and rest and talk to us for a little while. I said, well, I want to get to the top today, and I don't know how long it's going to take, so thank you for your offer, but I just want to know, can you direct me on which path to take to the top? The man said, it's that path on your right. He said, the other path on the left. He said, you know, back down there a long ways ago where there was another fork and one was harder and one was easier. I said, yes, sir. He said, if you had taken the harder path, you'd have come that way. But I can tell you right now, it's extremely dangerous. I recommend that you go up the path. The Spirit of God said to me, you know, I'm not going to sit there in judgment of that older couple sitting there taking a rest because I think God often puts them there to direct the younger ones on the correct path. We younger ones think we have a lot of strength and stamina and bravado. And in our day and age in which we live, what is so sad to me is that we've thrown out the wisdom of the aged man. I thank God that at Calvary Baptist Church we have gray-haired men sitting on the platform. We haven't bowed to the ways of this world to say, oh, it's all about the youth. The youth would do well to say, sir, teach me the correct path. I walked up that path. I continued to climb higher. It began to get more and more and more steep. It got to where it was a struggle to take each step up because it was so steep. And by now, I was really regretting the weight that was besetting me. And as I walked, I was gasping for breath. And I looked up at a corner right up here. And a man was coming down. And he said, you're almost there. Keep going, son. I said, I'm almost where? To the top? He said, no, you're not almost to the top. He said, but right up there, it canopy's going to open up, and the, you're going to feel the breeze, and you're going to see the sight, and it'll give you the, all the strength you need to make it to the top. And that's what I needed. I be, continued to climb, but I, as I continued to climb, I noticed that there was a couple behind me, and they were catching me. And forgive me, I'm a little bit of a chauvinist, but I did not want that woman to catch me. And so I began to climb harder, and they climbed harder, and I climbed harder, and they climbed harder. And I felt like they are going to catch me. In fact, they passed me. I was humiliated. And I stopped. I took a breath for about two, three minutes. And when I started to walk again, I had so much more energy. You know what God said to me? Your pride was the weight. 
you didn't want to slow down, lest somebody pass you. But if you'd have just stopped and gotten a little rest, you'd have probably beat them up to the top. I continued to walk a little ways further, and there were flowers everywhere. The breeze hit my face. I began to quicken my pace. I came out to one of the most awesome views I had ever seen. And you know who was sitting there? The woman that passed me. I sat down. I began to eat a snack that I had bought. They left. And I stood up before God. And I began to sing. I'm pressing on the upward way. New heights I'm gaining every day. Still praying as I'm onward bound. Lord, plant my feet on higher ground. Lord, lift me up and let me stand by faith on heaven's table and a higher plane that I have found. Lord, plant my feet on higher ground. I could now see the top. Still a long ways. But some of the lack of sight had been removed. I could see the top. I continued to walk back and forth up the mountain path. I came to a place where there was a rock that I could climb up on. It was 30 or 40 feet higher, maybe, I think, than the ground. I looked out. I could see rivers. I could see towns. I could see everything. I began to weep. And I began to sing. My heart has no desire to stay where doubts arise and fears dismay. Though some may dwell where these abound, my prayer, my aim is higher ground. I want to live above the world. Though Satan's darts at me are hurled, for faith has caught the joyful sound, the song of saints on higher ground. Lord, lift me up and let me stand by faith on heaven's table and a higher plane that I have found. Lord, plant my feet on higher ground. I continue to walk. As I walked, the thoughts of the last verse hit me. I want to scale the utmost height and catch a gleam of glory bright. But still I'll pray till heaven I've found. Lord, lead me on to higher ground. I got to the top. It was a rolling meadow. There were many people seated just sitting there taking in the the view. I said, God, I'm glad I made it to the top. But I'd like to spend some time with just you. 
I found a little corner somewhere under a bush. And I opened my Bible and I began to read. And God spoke to me that day. The very circumstances that I was struggling with and wearied in, God spoke directly to me. But it seemed like he had just spoken. And God said, go down. I said, God, I've got a hotel scheduled in, 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 in uh, Portland, Oregon, because I'm flying on the morning, but I don't have to go there. I've already paid for it. They can just have, have the money. God, I just want to stay right here. I'll sleep right here under the stars. God, I don't want to lose this, this moment that I'm having, the voice that I'm hearing, the, the, the time that I'm having. God, I don't want to have it. And God said, I said, I want you to go down from the mountain. Rather sad, rather dejected, I began to walk down. As I walked down the mountain, I said to God, I said, God, I don't have a happy face like everybody else that was coming down the mountain, God. I, I didn't want to come down this mountain. God, why is it that you brought me to the mountaintop and now you just want to take me back down? And as I looked across, I saw another mountain. And God said, I have more mountains for you to climb. But you have to go down into the valley before you can come back up to the top. Into my mind, Pop, leaving Ghana, West Africa, I had come home with so feeling like I was close to God. Feeling like I had met with God right before coming home. And God had told me, go down from the mountain. I said, God, but why do we have to go through the valley? Why is it we can't just walk the mountaintop ridge and find the other mountain peaks? And God said, because down in the valley, there are people on the broad path. And they need to be told about the higher ground. Somebody must go down and say, hey, I've been down here. It's not as good as you think it is. I want to show you a place that is so much better. The broad path to the world around us seems so good and they seem so satisfied and they relaxed in their broad path but they don't understand the viewpoint they can have, the experience they can have, the closeness they can have with an almighty power, a supernatural experience and God said, hey, if I need somebody to say I'm willing to come down from the mountain and down to the valley and say to everybody, hey, there's a God of the mountaintop. You must take the narrow path but when you take the narrow path it's hard it's treacherous but it's a struggle you got to lay aside the weight but when you get to the top you will never want to go back down and God popped in my verse that night that evening Josh Brown came to my God said, if I hadn't brought you down from the mountain, Josh wouldn't have a chance to climb it. 
I can't say that I put a smile on my, on my face at that moment. But I continued down. And the thought crossed me that I'm going to keep pushing up that narrow path to higher ground. Not the broad path, the narrow path. Many want the broad path, but they also want the mountaintop. They don't go together. We must take the narrow path. I believe one day I'll keep climbing to his mountain. And I'll see my son Asa on the top of Mount Zion. And he'll say, Daddy, I'm glad you took the narrow path. I wonder tonight, are we building our houses upon the rock of Jesus Christ? Or are we content to live in the broad path? Wouldn't you want to scale above the world and catch a gleam of Jesus Christ. Would you covenant with me tonight, Calvary Baptist Church, that it's not about what I'm allowed to do, what I have to do, but I want to climb to the mountain of my king. And that means I must take the narrow path. I can't see as God sees until I'm higher on the narrow path. The higher I get, the more I see what God sees. When I was at the top and I looked down, that thought hit my mind. God to you, you see this whole picture. But I'm as one down there complaining about my circumstances. But you can see everything. And you see how it all fits together to create a beautiful picture of God's plan for the redemption of man. God Lead me back to higher ground. Would you sing it with me? Lord, lift me up and let me stand By faith on heaven's table land A higher plane that I have found Lord, lead me on to higher ground Lord, plant my feet on higher ground, my fault. <clears throat> let's sing the, let's, let's stand together, and as an invitation, let's sing verse number four, number 327. We won't have a pianist tonight. We'll just sing it together. If God has spoken to your heart, if you just make the commitment to him, say, God, I don't, 
I can't, I'm, I'm not promising because I don't know what to do, but I'm asking you, God, to help me desire that higher ground. Verse number four of song number 327. I want to scale the utmost height and catch a gleam of glory bright, but still I'll pray till heaven I found. Lord, lead me on to higher ground. Lord, lift me up and let me stand by faith on heaven's table land, a higher plane that I have found. Lord, plant my feet on higher ground. Verse 1, I'm pressing on the upward way, new heights I'm gaining every day, still praying as I'm onward bound. Lord, plant my feet on higher ground. Lord, lift me up and let me stand by faith on heaven's table and a higher plane that I have found. Lord, plant my feet on higher ground. My heart has no desire to stay where doubts arise and fears dismay. Though some may dwell where these abound, my prayer, my aim is higher ground. Lord, lift me up and let me stand by faith on heaven's table land a higher plane than I have found. Lord, plant my feet on higher ground. I want to live above the world. <clears throat> Darts at me are hurled. For faith has caught the joyful sound, the song of saints on higher ground. Lord, lift me up and let me stand by faith on heaven.